So Texas and Kansas win the Governor's Cup. We'll tell you what that is, along with why business might be a little bit more complicated for Tesla in the future. All in today's news. Yay, Texas. Yay, we Texas. just won something. What did we win? Well, the record-setting Governor's Cup, 11th year in a row. 11th year in a row, that's true. The uh, Governor's Cup, it's it's sponsored by a, a magazine called Site Magazine, but it's it's really regarding business in your state. A site selection. Site selection yeah. magazine, yeah. And it's about, it's about building businesses, and it's highlighting. The goal was to highlight states that are on the side of business. They're trying to make a climate for businesses to to come relocate to your state and create right jobs, new opportunities for your state. So Texas uh, is one of the leaders in that category and has been for quite some time, apparently 11 years in a row now, <laughs> uh, according to that. So uh, that's a good thing. We did win a governor's cup. I saw Kansas won as well. Kansas was for a small market. So what exactly did we win this for? What, what, what constitutes a winner? Uh, let's see, a project must include a minimum investment of a million dollars, creating 20 or more new jobs or 20,000 square feet or more of new construction. Well, you know, by that That's title, it, it really is a reasonable title there. It doesn't mean you've got to be a, a mega company. It doesn't mean that only the Teslas of the world can win that category. If you're just 20 or more jobs, that's really a good small business. Uh, if they're doing it by a million dollar investment, businesses of 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 really any scope and size, like a warehouse or a manufacturing facility, a hundred, a million dollars is not that far-fetched for that. So I'm glad to see that the entry points are lower. And it looks like we created over 1,028 capital projects in the year of 2022. Dang, that is amazing. We'll have more when we come back. Multiple streams of income are the local business owner's new protection against inflation. If you enjoy sharing health insights and helping others live their healthiest lifestyle possible, you can create wealth for yourself and your family by doing what you love to do every day. Call 469-939-8933. Discover how to incorporate additional financial revenue into your love of health and wellness and the work you're already doing, using your time wisely and leveraging networks you already work with. Ready to learn more? Join the Wellness Institute's Corolla Bradas, subject of the book, Look Beyond Tomorrow, to help even more people realize their potential and achieve their health goals. Build a side business with products sourced in North America and protect your bottom line. Call 469-939-8933 today. That's 469-939-8933. Call now. How long has it been since you've updated your brand or restocked your promotional items? The more often people see your company logos and taglines, the more often your company comes to mind. That top of mind thinking is exactly what grows businesses and generates revenues. So at Big Feet Creations, I've dedicated my time and talent for over 30 years designing and illustrating print and digital products that people love and remember. Now we're adding website design and audio video editing too. Call Big Feet Creations at 469-450-7350. I'm a big guy and I've taken big steps to help you grow big. 
Big Feet Creations, 469-450-7350. Call today. That's 469-450-7350. The OBBM Network is the premier voice for local business, and we take that responsibility seriously. The OBBM Network has everything you need to grow and transition your business for success on popular syndicated podcast networks, Roku and other video channels, and the OBBM Network app. We work for you, local business, and we've got your back. You know, Tesla's got an interesting business model. Tesla's always had one, obviously, in a lot of reasons. This particular article we're talking about concerns the state of Mississippi, but I know it's been brought up in several states, and it's about how Tesla sells their cars. And Tesla is, has started out by Kind of like Amazon. I guess it never you just occurred. buy it online. I, it never occurred to me that I've never seen a Tesla dealership. I just, I don't know why. It just didn't occur to me that they don't do that. Yeah, and most people don't. But in, <laughs> but in that, within an industry, uh, Elon Musk did that for a reason. Number one, he thought it was the best way to design the cars, and they were they were selling so few at the time. It needed more uh, hands on. And he didn't want to release that out to uh, people that weren't familiar with the product. But in essence, he was selling. He's trying to sell direct from the manufacturer. But in the auto industry, that's not business as usual. The manufacturers like General Motors or Ford, they use who? They use a dealership network. And apparently it's a law in many states, in most states. Yeah, so you were telling me You got to use a dealer to sell your product. Explain that. Well, it started, as I understand, it started way back in uh, like the 40s, I guess. Um, and it was a way to force manufacturers to level the playing field on how jobs were created, how the cars were brought to market. And, and at that point in time, unions were very big in many states. So it was a way for all these people, other than the car manufacturers, to kind of get a win-win. It would bring money to a state. It would give them ways of taxing vehicles Never more. occurred to me that dealerships yeah. were a regulatory uh, know. part of how, but if you think about how it, they have to do business. You as a person, yeah. You're right. You're, you can't just buy and sell automobiles. You can't just go buy a car for a thousand, sell it for two thousand, and do it again next week and the week after and the week after. I don't know. I think some people do that. Well, they're kind of under the table when they do it. But you're not supposed to be able to do that. Mm. You have to be a dealership in order to do that. Anyway, this particular thing is the dealerships and the and the auto industry, the dealers, uh, the dealer franchises are are upset, and they've been upset ever since day one that Tesla's been able to skirt this law and all the regulations and costs that go with it because they're claiming that they're selling their cars online. That's just so strange to me because they here they had to have seen the laws coming um, that they're trying so hard to make the electric car the only type of vehicle you're able to, to purchase. And if that's the only kind of vehicle you can purchase and you can only get it online, um, and it can be turned off whenever your electric grid is taxed. Oh, uh, what? Um, that's just strange to me that that's the that would be the model, and that we would all be like, oh, you have to order it online. Yeah, and it's one of the well, it's one of those. It's kind of sounds like a T-shirt. Those, this is one of those issues that uncovers a hidden thing that has operated for years that really nobody gave much thought to, right? And so it's about the auto industry, and it's about how the auto industry intertwines with unions, with state government with fees and regulations and money, how it all plays together and now it's being exposed. Who the winner's gonna be, I, I'm not sure who the winner's gonna be, but it's it's prompted discussions from 
I know the GOP, the, the bill is put forth by the Democrats, but the GOP are causing debate because they don't want to limit investment. They don't want to limit uh, the new electric car investments in their state by saying that this is going to cause this issue. Oh, it's just so strange. You know, you look at the at what it takes to re, to create this engine, what it what all the different minerals that it takes to create, uh, uh, what the mining, what that means, yeah. and how the mining isn't even happening here. And then you look at, okay, what about the disposal of it? So when you're talking about investments, where do I always go? I always go into, okay, what's the ESG story behind that? The environmental social governance that is really being touted by the United Nations to make the entire world uh, subject, subject to the sustainable development goals, which sound really, really nice. You know, if we could just make things last forever out of really earth-friendly products and do things better then we would all live longer, but it's not about us living longer. You know, this article isn't yeah. about that, but since you're talking about the yeah. ESG and the social and, and energy and electric and all that mm -hmm. stuff, I read an interesting article. In fact, we're going to talk about it hopefully in the news at some point coming up, uh, if not this week, the next week. But it was talking about how much of the world operates on these different types of energy, right? So we fossil fuels is the bad guy. Everybody wants to get rid of fossil fuels, but in the world, 2%, 2% of the world gets their energy production from solar and wind combined. Those two things combined, 2%. But the article said something that was interesting to me. The world still gets four times as much energy from burning wood. <laughs> that shows you how, how solar and wind yeah. plays in the grand scheme. There are economies and, and countries throughout this world that still burn wood in order to satisfy their electricity needs. And if it's if it's wood, the the natural way, that actually our atmosphere can handle that. You know, that's not a toxin that you're putting I, I, out into the I guess this for world. me it's like, boy, we got a long way to go to to just beat wood, let alone fossil well, fuels. Well, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. So pay attention to what the, what that is because what as Larry's saying, you know, these are this has to do with a, a lot of the de decisions consider this, folks. A lot of the decisions being made in our legislative sessions in every state and then on our federal side have to do with uh, environmental social governance and has to do with investments associated with those things. Whether they are talking about um, making an investments available to all of us or how exactly those investments are going to be laid out. They're you know, all a, related to investment. I had a dear friend that watches our program regularly and he said, you know, you guys seem to talk about ESG quite a bit. Is there something else you can talk about? And I said, well, we talk about national, local, and world events, but what most people don't realize is how much today is being influenced by this ESG movement globally. And until you understand that, uh, you really can't make educated decisions on who you're going to vote for, for different offices. You can't uh, make decisions on they how, don't you, know how you feel about yeah. this legislation or that legislation. You really have to know and, and trying to educate even a good friend that they are just, the fact that they don't know doesn't mean it's not there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll be right back, and we've got a couple other topics to handle before this episode's over. See you in a minute. Move freely, America, without medical restrictions or penalty. Without medical freedom legislation in place, our rights and freedoms are one vote away from being dissolved. Move freely, America, with one voice, without fear of retribution, achieving a common goal, medical freedom. We the people make our voices heard by connecting with state legislators and engaging a constitutionally compliant medical bill of rights for all citizens. 
Individually, change is improbable. But as an aggregate, attainable. It's time to act with one voice. My voice. And my voice. And my voice. And my voice. To protect our freedom, creating one voice that cannot be ignored. This requires your voice, too. Move Freely America. Go to movefreelyamerica.org to find a chapter near you. Plug in, donate, and help our legislators defend our God-given rights under the Constitution. Move Freely America. My voice. And my voice. And together with your voice, we're one voice that cannot be ignored. Donate today. Movefreelyamerica.org. Hi, welcome to Heroes in Action. I'm Ray Amanat, founder and creator of this training system. I originally made it so that everyone can train for free. We have programs for kids, for women, families, and businesses. I'm an author, speaker, and educator on everything that has to do with violence and bullying prevention education. If you'd like more information about who we are and what our programs are, please go to our website at heroesinaction.us or give me a call if you have any questions at 727-314-2534. We hope to see you here to train. To the Health Engineer Show, I'm Cliff Bucoy, the Health Engineer, right here on the Alpine. You know, um, what's up with people not wanting to work? You know, I don't know. Uh, uh, this article that we're getting ready to talk about kind of starts off with that. But we've talked about a lot of uh, issues relating the job market here, right? So we get, as a nation, we always wait for the new job numbers to come out. It tells us uh, if we've created more jobs or less jobs and where the economy, and it involves a lot of different numbers. But for me, and I've, I've said this before, the one that I think they're kind of not touching on a lot, and they're starting to, but how many people have just, opted out. You know, they're just no longer participating. So if we're saying we're having job growth, but we're having a an ever-increasing number of people that are just opting out of the market, how do we have a job growth when we have people just not even participating Are you participating sure that's anymore? the case? Because what do you, I mean, how does the gig, gig economy factor into that? Well, the gig economy is, is one of those numbers that they track that it's kind of falls in with that part-time kind of category, the the gig economy. They think I don't know. Is, we know people that part-time. do full-time. Well, I know, but it's 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 technically considered part-time labor, so it falls into that. But again, this number that I'm talking about here and that this article is talking about is people are just de- deciding mm-hmm. no longer to work, and and for a lot of different it's reasons or with social... a lot of different repercussions, right? So some of them are depending on governmental assistance mm-hmm. to live. Uh, some are just older Americans, maybe that have already retired. Some have other situations. Maybe it's a two-parent family. You never know what's going into that equation. But but the fact of the matter is we have people that are of working age and capability that are choosing to no longer 
participate in the job market in the country. Well, it's wild. Uh, we did we did a lot of handouts, and, and I do believe that was an intentional part of that, get people used to it. That happens to be, according to the Communist Manifesto, that yeah. with history being cyclical, really the way it is done. It, uh, the, you know, you got to remember, there wasn't always, you know, 50 years ago, there wasn't a North and South Korea. There wasn't a Soviet China. We didn't have that. And so, yeah. like, how does that happen? Um, well, th these are some of the common ways it happens. Get people used to getting paychecks at home, especially the younger people. Get yeah. them used to not working, and, and then that happens. So I'm interested to see what happens because some other things have gone on, Larry. But I'm, but I'm, 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 <clears throat> I'm, <laughs> I'm dumbfounded when I read the numbers. So it says uh, last month the uh, Labor Department uh, reported that the unemployment dropped to 3.4%. Unemployment. That means everybody's working. Well, no, it doesn't. If we have 25%, which is the number that they're throwing around today, if we have 25%, give or take, of our population that's just decided not to work anymore, how is the unemployment number dropping? Meaning more people are working. If the unemployment number is low, that means people are working. But if people are choosing not to work, how are these two numbers working together? They, they are not, is the answer. So somebody's picking and choosing data Look, to tell the, us. No, consider this. It's the Hegelian dialectic. It's I'm going to create the problem, and then I'm going to give you the solution to the problem. And that is really how a lot of societal changes happen. Um, for instance, I think it's interesting that uh, in marketing news, that Typeface just raised $65 million for AI-based marketing content, which is really fascinating when you think about what's going on in the AI space. Um, what's what's going on here is this artificial intelligence learns really super quick. And, you know, the, when we're talking about investments and, and what is moving and what's not, man, the technology space is on fire. Yeah. You know, they're just going for it. Um, but there is an, a reason that they need this stealth with a AI application for enterprise content, which you brought up when we were talking about the, the briefing. It's like, it's always for enterprise. You know, what about that local business that tends to not use it? for those little business enterprises, big business, not little business. <laughs> you know, so, but there's, they, they raised $65 million in funding um, for generative, generative AI. And so this is interesting because it can, it can take so much of the process out uh, you know, and it, make, and, it makes life easier. And if you get a chance to watch, we did, we did do a briefing on this one, yeah. which uh, should be available to you on Rumble to look. And a briefing is where we kind of go behind the scenes a little bit. We tell you why we're picking stories that we're picking, why it's important. We also tell you sometimes to, to how to look behind the headline and try and see what's going on. But but we talked about this uh, chat GBT and some of this AI technology. I am a techno geek. I mean, I just love technology, everything about it. Uh, and I just watch if it. If Susan and I have a fight, it's I about technology right. oftentimes because <laughs> I, I just really like it. But but I'm the one that's, that's calling. It. I'm blowing the whistle on this chat GPT because mm -hmm. people are not understanding what it is and where it's drawing. They think that, it, that the machine is learning something or it's speaking. The machine is. It's not. It's machine data. learning is a thing. It's got to be programmed in and it's programmed in in certain things by certain ways by certain people. So with this chat GPT, it's programmed to go out and search the existing 
3% of our internet and find stories and information out there in order to draw from, in order to come to its conclusions, write its songs, write See, its but stories. But that's why I don't believe it can't be done on the dark web as we were talking about it, another, because whatever, this type, that type, this is well, so Well, at this point in time, at this point in time, it's not, it has to be programmed. It's not programmed to search there. I think we're Thank about goodness. 50 years behind the technology we not, actually but, become exposed to. So I yeah. don't agree with that. But I'll tell you what, this chat GPT, it, we, first of all, um, the chat GPT and Whisper APIs are going to make it super, super easy for business. We, we believe in the API integration. That's what makes your website work. All kinds of cool stuff that you can do when you have the API. Think of it, think of it like your phone with apps, yeah. right? So yeah, it's, very it's, much. It's, it's, it's plugins, it's add-ons. So when chat GTP was, was announced or brought out, it's, it's by itself. Use this. But now they're, through companies like this, they're, they're finding ways of integrating that app, for a better word, of ChatGPT into more things. So now it might be integrated into your sales performance software or into your marketing Largely into or, your marketing campaigns. And that's yeah. what we're seeing really across the board from the producers that come into the studio and talk with us uh, to the uh, to the different marketing applications. And you'll hear a lot of that stuff on OBBM Network Podcasts. Uh, go back and, and check out some of that stuff on Rumble, guys, because we're sharing what how these marketers are actually using this, this stuff. But there, it, right now, the same types of the creative on the creative space that would take us, you know, two, three days can now be done in seconds. Sometimes weeks and months can be done in seconds. You know, before we finish today, and we're talking about business in general, uh, I saw this post and it's just an image for you to see, but but it's talking about bankruptcies. Bankruptcies obviously is another measurement of business and, and how successful or good and bad business is doing. And in the EU, I noticed that their uh, bankruptcy traffic is unusually high and it just you can see these numbers for yourself so uh, keep listening keep learning and uh, we'll see you next time Today, you're not limited to traditional mainstream media that doesn't support your family, your life, your values, or your business. OBBM Network News is available Monday through Friday at 5 and 9 Central Standard Time and 6 and 10 Eastern on Traverse TV and available to anyone on many smart TV apps such as Rumble, Roku, and Traverse TV. So connect with us on obbmdfw.locals.com on Truth, Gab, Getter, and more. Remember to subscribe, Rumble, like, and share wherever you're using social media. And you can get the audio podcast version of this show and over 30 others when you subscribe to the OBBM Network podcasts on Spotify, iHeart, and wherever you're listening to podcasts. Thank you for watching and letting your, your friends know about this program. <laughs> Consider being a member of our Locals.com community at the $5, 10 or $25 level. And you can reach that through the QR code on your screen right now. We're 100% grassroots funded by you. And we want to thank you. Remind our you to use our advertisers and... Uh, all their products and services.